Joining us now is Helen Petousis-Harris, vaccinologist and associate professor in the Department of General Practice and Primary Health Care at Auckland University. And Helen, you've looked at what David Seymour has put out today, and he's done these calculations. Uh, and I'll, I'll just read this and get your response. So David Seymour calculated that the 347, 140 and 7,035 new cases among the three respective groups uh, equates to rates of 225, 205 and 178 positive cases per 100,000 people. He says that this leads to a simple conclusion uh, that if there is little difference in the rates of infection and spread of Omicron between vaccinated and unvaccinated people, then what is the point of segregation? Uh, Helen Petousis-Harris, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, guys. So, uh, actually, since we uh, planned that interview, it seemed that Seymour has shifted a little bit in the interview that he does grant that there may be different reasons why the figures might not be quite as, as he's portrayed them. But what's your take on on his proposal and his analysis? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to argue with his math. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. But it's um, the assumptions or, or the conclusions he's coming um, to based on what he's actually calculated. And uh, and I think that's where we, we potentially can go wrong. You don't want to be making policies based on on back of the envelope calculations. So so some of the reasons why this can lead you astray is because it's actually what you're not looking at, and that is things that might come into play, like if you're vaccinated, you might be more likely to get tested or you're more likely to be in high-risk situations. And also that some people were vaccinated actually a while ago just with two doses and haven't been boosted. So we know that this wanes against infection, so we know all of this, to name a few. Um, but then to then extrapolate that, that this affects perhaps why we might want to continue or not continue with mandates, I think is problematic. So when you talk about the risk that people are facing, you, would a comparison be, so people in the health sector that might be exposed a lot more to people who have COVID, but of course you have to be vaccinated, says, you know, that would skew um, the statistics in a way. Yeah, I think you're skewing in two ways. One is the uh, potential risk. Vaccinated people may be at more risk of being exposed in the first place, but also that that um, we can end up with, with um, different... Vaccinated people can be different also than unvaccinated people as well. So, um, And also, I'm just hazarding, yes, a lot of unvaccinated people might also be unlikely to go and get a test. Yeah, so there's exactly. just so much in there. So there's a lot more... So the information you need to actually, you know, get the numbers right. Does he have a point regarding the transparency with numbers from the Ministry of Health that it it was very difficult for him to dig into and therefore for us and others? Yeah, I mean, lots of us always get, you know, quite frustrated when we can't find the the information we need. And um, so certainly I share that. I guess so if you were actually wanting to to do something um, to assess the effect of the vaccine, you're actually going to have to get a whole lot of information that you, you can't get from websites anyway. I, I see that more people have died in New South Wales in the past two months than in the entire first two years of the pandemic. And this makes me feel that, that when you hear politicians saying that the mandate needs to go right as we're at the peak of the Omicron wave, and also while Delta is still here, that I fear that those leaders like David Seymour are actually downplaying the seriousness of Omicron. What do you think? Yeah, um, you know, talking about doing this before we've even even peaked, I think, is um, probably not, not the best timing. But also, um, it's just saying, hey, the vaccines don't, these aren't pre- 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 
preventing um, infection very well. We know that that's not that's not a newsflash. Um, but what they are doing is keeping people out of hospital really well, and also. Um, and that affects the rest of the community a lot. Um, and it also affects people's ability to, to get back and keep working. Um, well, we need the supply chain. We need people being able to work. So all of that stuff affects the community. And there's just two more things, I think, too, that um, returning a positive test is one thing, but it doesn't tell you how long the person's actually going to sp- stay infected for. And if you're vaccinated, that's, we, we already know that's going to be a shorter time. And it also doesn't tell you how well they're transmitting the, the, the virus. And actually, we also know um, that it's actually not as well as someone who's unvaccinated by and large. So there's, there's a lot more complexity to this. Well, looking ahead then, um, obviously... There's work being done, I would assume, on trying to get more information on that. When can we expect some sort of reliable scientific view on this? Because I'm pretty sure that it would be safe to assume that David Seymour is quite um, quite happy to go along with what the scientific consensus is once we reach once we reach something that resembles it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I really think we need to be having some uh, clear discussions about what the criteria are. For, for dropping the mandate, because we might not be able to say, um, put a date on it, because actually I think we can all accept this as a, um, a moving moving feast, really. Um, but actually there's, there's going to be some criteria there for, for um, ditching them um, and how you're going to ditch them. And I think it would be really useful to, to have some talk, uh, some kōrero and, and, and uh, transparency around that. It might help people understand this a little bit better. Yeah, and, and I think as far as understanding it, that whether you are sympathetic to the protesters or whether you're actually a protester yourself, um, is to understand that the mandates were always going to be a temporary thing. There seems to be this huge misunderstanding that mandates are going to be here forever. You know, this is this oh, is one yeah. tool with which to deal with a global pandemic. Yeah, New Zealand have never been into vaccine mandates, and this is and, the, and I actually have said this for years. Actually, the only reason you do it is if you did have a public health crisis and you and, and you had to implement something like that, um, you know, for the for the greater good. Um, I think that you know I don't think there's anyone that doesn't want to remove these as as soon as we can, as soon as we're out of the. Um, yeah. You know, out of the danger zone, if yeah. you like. Helen Petusis Harris, vaccinologist at Auckland Uni. Always a pleasure having you on the program. Thanks so much for your time. You're welcome.